knuckles wincing. She briefly grasped the outstretched hand. Please come in. It's a pleasure to meet you, Ms. Revskaya. Ms. As if she were a secretary. You may call me Nina. Nina. Hello. The girl gave a surprisingly confident smile, and creases fanned out from beside her eyes. Nina saw she was older than she had first thought. Her eyelashes were dark, her auburn hair tucked loosely behind her ears. Lenore, our director of fine jewelry, is very sorry that she can't be here, she was saying, removing her gloves. Both her children came down with something. You may put here your coat. The girl extracted herself from her coat to reveal a short skirt and a fitted high-necked sweater. Nina assessed the short skirt, the long legs, the low boots and pale tights. Impractical, showing off her legs in weather like this. And yet Nina approved. Though most people knew the phrase, suffer for beauty, few truly embraced it. We will sit in the salon. Nina turned her wheelchair and a current of pain shot through her kneecaps. It was always like this, the pain, sudden and indiscriminate. Please, have a seat. The girl sat down and crossed her legs in their thin tights. Suffer for beauty. It was one of the truer maxims which Nina had lived to the fullest, dancing on sprained toes and rheumatic hips through pneumonia and fever. And as a young woman in Paris and then London, she had of course served time in finicky gowns and treacherous heels, and in the 1960s those hopelessly scratchy skirt suits that seemed to be made of furniture upholstery. In 1978, she had undergone what was known as a mini-facelift. Really, it was just a few stitches behind the ears. So minor, in fact, that on the day that she was to have the stitches removed, it had occurred to her that she might as well do it herself. And she had, with a magnifying mirror and a tiny pair of pointy nail scissors. Smoothing her skirt, the girl removed invisible lint with a light, flitting hand. Petersburg airs. Nina's grandmother used to call them, those little feminine adjustments. Now the girl reached inside her satchel to pull out a clipboard with a leather cover. Wide cheekbones, fair skin, brown eyes flecked with green. Something about her was familiar, though not in any good way. I'm here to compose a basic list. Our appraisers will take it from there. Nina gave a small nod, and the knot at the base of her neck tightened. At times, this knot seemed to be the very heart of her illness. Yes. Of course, she said, and the effort made the pain briefly stronger. Opening the clipboard, the girl said, I have all sorts of things I'd love to ask you, though I'll try to keep it to the business at hand. I love the ballet. I wish I could have seen you dance. There is no need to flatter me. The girl raised an eyebrow. I was reading about you, how they called you the butterfly. One of the Moscow papers was calling me that. Nina heard herself snap. I dislike it. For one thing, the image wasn't quite accurate, the way it made her seem weak and fluttery, a rose petal blown about in the air. It is too... sweet. The girl gave a winking look that seemed to agree, and Nina felt the surprise of her coldness having been acknowledged. I've noticed the butterfly motif in some of your jewelry, the girl said. I looked back at the list from the St. Botolph's exhibit. I thought that might make our work today simpler. We'll go through the St. Botolph's list. She indicated the pages in the grip of the clipboard. 
and you can let me know which ones you'd like to auction and which ones you might be keeping, if any. That is fine. The knot in her neck twinged. In truth, she possessed something close to affection for this horrible knot, which at first had been just another unrelenting pain. But then one day, only a few months ago, Nina happened to recall the way her grandmother used to tie her winter scarf for her, back in Moscow, when she was still too young to do it herself, knotted at the back to easily grab at if she tried to run off. The memory, which Nina had not alighted on for a good fifty years, was a balm, a salve, a gift long ago lost and returned at last. Now, whenever Nina suffered the pain there, she told herself that it was the knot in her old wool scarf, and that her grandmother's hands had tied it, and then the pain, though no less severe, was at least not a bad one. The girl